Hello, this is the audio version of the Better Strangers article, TV Rex Into the Cartooniverse. Missing out on culture in the parenting years and how cartoons can help teach culture. Written and read by me, Matt Hirschberger. A few years back, after my friend realized I hadn't seen, like, any of the truly great movies of the 1980s, like Big Trouble in Little China, The Goonies, Better Off Dead, Gremlins 2, etc., he arranged for a year-long, once-a-month event he called Matt's Movie Mondays as a way to further my cinematic education. I was a little surprised that I'd seen so little of the era. Before I'd gone to journalism school, I'd been a film major, and instead of partying and kissing girls, my entire high school experience had been sitting in my basement with my buddies and watching movies. I was hardly illiterate, so what had happened? Now that I have two small kids, I understand why this happened. Because my parents had three small kids in the mid to late 80s. They weren't hitting up the movies. They weren't doing cool shit. The movies they were watching were largely kids' movies, at best animated features like Aladdin or Beauty and the Beast, but they weren't like doing deep dives into John Carpenter's back catalog. So when the time came for my cultural education, they covered all the stuff that had been cool when they weren't parents, 60s and 70s shit, and a few of the franchises from the 80s, Indiana Jones, Terminator, Star Wars, that had gotten kicked off before we had arrived. My kids will, get a simil- will similarly get a blank spot in their cinematic and musical education for the early 2020s. Today, my favorite soccer team, Tottenham Hotspur, posted a picture of the team's captain, Hongmin Sun, with a young man who I assumed had won a contest. The comments beneath were very excited, but not about Sun. So I clicked the young man's name and found out he's Declan McKenna, a very famous musician with over a half a billion listens on Spotify. I never wanted to be the dad who's like, what's a Dua Lipa? But when you're a parent, you just miss out on a bunch of cool shit because you're doing a bunch of kid shit. Cartoons in highbrow culture. While diving back into kids' shows, I've realized just how much of my cultural knowledge comes from cartoons. While casting about for a good music to work, work to one day, I found a playlist of classical music tunes. As I listened, I realized I know virtually all of these through cartoons. When Richard Wagner's Tannhauser Overture came on, I instantly recognized it as the part from What's Opera Doc in which Elmer Fudd sings, We toin my wub. The Looney Tunes guys specialized in sliding hit classical music into their cartoon, but it hardly stops there. All of my favorite classical music has, at some point, been incorporated into a cartoon. Camille Sanson's Dance Macabre was set to an incredibly low-budget cartoon we watched every year around Halloween in elementary music class. I've got that link to in the article. Modern Parrot's favorite show is, to my knowledge almost universally, the Australian show Bluey. My favorite episode of the show is the truly lovely Sleepy Time, in which Bingo, the four-year-old, who is struggling with sleeping in her own bed all night, dreams her way into a new phase of life. That full episode is also in the newsletter. Uh, It's 100% worth watching if you uh, haven't seen it yet. The final moments of that show has really lovely music, which I did not know when first watching it was from an extremely famous orchestral piece, Holst's The Planets. I was working at my desk, and suddenly during the Jupiter section of that suite, I was crying. I had to pause for a second until I realized why I was crying. This music was what was playing while Bingo's mom said, Remember, I'll be here for you even when you can't see me at the end of Sleepy Time. You can listen below uh, also to that um, that Jupiter song. Uh, the part I'm talking about is three minutes in, and it's a really lovely little bit of music. What was even more ridiculous is that the reason I had even listened to the planets in the first place was because another part of that suite, Mars, placed at the beginning of one of my favorite episodes of the TV show and cartoon, The Venture Brothers. I also have a link to that. That's fantastic. Between the highbrow world of classical music and Bugs Bunny and Bluey, the deeply progressive ecological thinking in movies like Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind or Moana, the psychedelic weirdness of 80s animation like The Last Unicorn or Heavy Metal, and the family therapy of Encanto or Coco, I'm starting to think that by limiting your cultural education to cartoons, you still get a full cultural education.
On top of that, as I rewatch these old animated movies, I am realizing that a good chunk of movies I'd put on my list of best films ever made are cartoons. The Nightmare Before Christmas, Into the Spider-Verse, and Princess Mononoke, to name a few. If you're at all interested in animation, might I suggest following Animation Obsessive. They do weekly deep dives into the industry, and you can find all sorts of cool cartoons you've never heard of on there. In journalism school, they teach you it's lazy to finish an article by quoting someone else, but I've got to set my computer aside because my kids are watching cartoons. Here's my favorite animated short of all time, The Missing Scarf. Uh, I would absolutely watch that. I've also got videos, um, because I mentioned Gremlins 2, they have like a pitch thing that they did on Key and Peele, which is, I've got that sketch, which you absolutely should watch. Also in the footnotes, I had mentioned that Bluey is everyone's favorite cartoon right now. Everyone's least favorite is Paw Patrol. I've got the meme up there, all dogs go to heaven except for the class traders in Paw Patrol. Um, I mentioned Heavy Metal as one of the psychedelic ones. Uh, If you haven't seen that and don't want to spend two hours on that wild movie, uh, watch the South Park episode set in the uh, Heavy Metal universe. It is one of the most insanely horny things I've ever seen make it. To, uh, to basic cable. And finally, um, in terms of other shorts uh, on top of The Missing Scarf, uh, Don Hertzfeld's cartoons uh, also belong on my favorite shorts list. Uh, so check out World of Tomorrow. I've got that in there. But he's also the guy that did Rejected, which you probably remember is like a very memed um, cartoon from the, uh, the 2000s. Everything he's done, though, is amazing. That is all for today. I will see you guys on Wednesday.